and it's time for another episode of Moments with Mika, and I'm Mika. And I'm Rick. And welcome to this episode. You hear the music in the background? Because this episode is deep. Are you woke or no? So, on this episode <laughs> of the show, y'all like how I did that? Like it's the scary music, like music in the background? If you ain't seen us, then you need to go see it, because this is where the song came from. But... This week, I have my mom and dad on the show, and this show is released on Easter, so this show will be like, it's like a holiday show almost, but this show is about religion, and we have a lot to discuss, because if you don't know me, you're about to know me, and you're going to know a little bit about my life, so. Let's get into it. You ready to get into it? Hi, guys. Hello, everyone. How you doing? Oh, he's so fancy. <laughs> he's so fancy. <laughs> What's up? So I am Wynette. I'm Jamika's mother, and I'm very proud to be her mom. I'm actually excited for Jamika and Rick for the show. I like what you guys are doing. I'm proud for you to just put your thoughts out there into the world. Um, the world won't know unless you put your thoughts out there, one person at a time. So, guys, I'm excited, James. I'm excited to be here with you today. Give me a half hour. High five. That's what I'm talking about. That's Let's what we're talking this. about, everybody. We're about to do this. Now, listen. Get your notepad out. Get your pencil. Your highlighter. Get your Bible. Get your Quran. Get your kebab. Get your prayer cloth. It's about to go down. About- oh, don't forget your praying oil. <laughs> and we'll be right back after this. And now it's time for the show. So I guess we can just take it easy and dive into this a little bit. Yeah, there's levels to it. So yeah. Yeah. We can it's start at the first level because I was gonna start at ten. Yeah, let's not and do that. And then just go all the way down to that's, one that's, and this. It's no going. You know, back. you always yeah, it's not going back. I guess we could just climb it like a ladder. So listen, before you guys really get started in here, we gotta tell you something. So just for people that don't know, James Hunt is a theologian in his own right. I don't know if it's some other name for that, but this guy does a lot of studying, and I'm well aware of how versed he is and. Christianity and several other religions. So we're excited to hear about all of the transitions and everything that he has to I don't say. Know the whole show but we're gonna make him that. put his bags away. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What you say, Carly? Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> so, Rick, you wanna start off with your first? Wait. You know what? We didn't even let them know. Okay. So the good thing about this show is. These are my parents, so it gives you a little bit into my life. My mom is a Christian, but my dad lives the lifestyle of a Moak. No, um, I follow the order of Ma'at. Ma'at. I always say the name wrong, but you guys get to see that both sides of my family are different. So, let's dive into it, and you can just see how we live our lives a little bit. So, Rick, what's your first question? All right, so, uh, my very first question is, do we all agree that uh, spiritual health is important? I think so. I definitely think that spiritual health is important. Um, the real you, you are a spirit. And so if we don't take care of the real us, we'll be in trouble. So I think it's like really one of the main d- dynamics that a lot of people miss. Okay. I totally agree. Totally agree. I mean, yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's important, I guess. Like as physical health, spiritual health is always needed. So if you don't believe in something, then you're going to fall for anything. So well, well, you well, also have atheists, and they don't. I mean, nothing. yeah, but most atheists. Uh, see, this is why I wanted the atheists at the table because I believe that most atheists they don't have anything to look to when they're in the need of trouble. So it's like 
it's a lot different. Like when we in trouble, whatever we believe in is what we gonna call on to, right? But when they're in trouble, they just they like, well, what's gonna happen is gonna happen type people. So it's like a lot different. It's it's actually hard to be a, a true atheist mm-hmm. in the concept of the word in which you're really dealing with with people as yeah. first and foremost understanding that you are a spirit. Right. Okay, it's, okay. it's not about a belief. You are like exactly. you are Jamaica. You are a female. It doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter how you dress. You are. So when you being right. an atheist, mm-hmm. you're saying that you do not believe in God. Okay, you don't believe in the concept of the word God. Right. But do you believe in a higher power? Do you say, well, I right. don't believe in higher power? But then you cannot explain how you actually got here from an organism standpoint. Right. So it's not about a belief. It's about just knowing certain facts. Right. About yourself, you know, you 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 don't want to use the word God, you don't want to use the word Jesus, you don't want to use the word Allah. Those are all adjectives. But when you strip all those, what are you saying? How did you get here? Are you different from us? Because then that makes an atheist alien, right? And everybody else a human, right? right. I mean, a hundred percent true. I can rock with that. All right, Rick, you got any easy questions? Because I'm ready to dive in. I all like right. how this is going, where it's going. Let's just get there and get there fast, people. All right. Um, I guess this will be. Uh, not such an easy question, but what gives the classification or mythology versus religion? Mm-hmm. What actually gives a story uh, rooted in religion, uh, religious validity versus like stories rooted in mythology? Because mm-hmm. a lot of them sound similar, right? Um, like just Hercules. with different names. Yeah. Mm. So are you talking? Are you saying it in the aspect as? Uh, what do we perceive from the difference? Mm, yes. It being a difference in mythology and religion and actually believing your beliefs. Okay. You know, because what you believe is what you, what you, how do I say this? It is what you're going to be drawn to. So if you're into mythology, all your concepts is going to come from that direction. Okay. So it really depends on what you believe. Your belief really leads you on all aspects. So if I were to look at that, you know, once again, as I said before, I, t- I tend to like to break down the words, understand how we're using it in the context of our, our sentence. And so when you talk about mythology, you deal with the word myth. So you have to actually understand what myth represent versus religion. Religion, the Latin word is uh, religio. Let's just do it with tying back, binding back. Tying back and binding back to what? Well, in religion, the foundation goes back to mythologies. So what religion is, is, is basically concepts of mythologies. What are mythologies? Really break it down, it's just folktale stories. How people solve things, how they explained it. You know, it's like we see the sun. Is is that the sun is an S U N. I'm talking about the one we see outside. Right. <laughs> we gave it a name. Is it its name that the creator gave? Or is that something that we came up with descriptions? Right. And so we, we're constantly describing what we perceive in our minds to be. And in religions, in religions, that's what man has done. What he perceives, he tries to describe, he tries to explain, and then he takes on the step of trying to dominate that and says, well, I got the best opinion, I got the best version, I got the best facts, so we're going to run with that. And then it just keeps on perpetuating, perpetuating, and the story starts to change in different locations, uh, with different languages. We're meaning the same thing, like Brahma, uh, Allah, Jehovah. Basically, it's the same God. But But if you look at the ethnic groups, it changes because of the language and the culture. And that's why it matters what you believe and where you were taught because that's where where the myths come from, you know. So if you're a Christian and that's all you have and that's all you've seen, 
everything that that comes from you is gonna come from that direction. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Whereas there's some some people that have studied several religions, and they may be able to sit down and tell you about certain stories that, to me as a Christian, may sound strange. Like this allegory is strange because of the belief system that I have. So that play a major role, but I do agree with you. Okay. So let's dive into the good old stuff that's on my paper. Good question, Rick. <laughs> that was a good question. Let's get super deep. So hasn't science and the evolution of time proven that religion is but a fairy tale? You, well, do you want to touch that first, James? Or well, this is every religion we talk so, about. So once again, what I do is I always track what a person is saying based on their words. Mm-hmm. And so you use the word fairy tale. When I look at the word fairy tale, when we deal with all the synonyms, it just goes right back to the word myth. Right. So right. now we're still dealing with mythology. So then the question would come: well, Hasn't science proved that religion is nothing but myth and mythology? And the answer would be totally yes, emphatically yes. It's nothing but myth. Mm-hmm. That's myth. myth is a allegorical story. Allegorical, allegorical story deals with um, mythology. It deals with uh, metaphors. I want, that's the word I want to use. It's metaphors. It's like saying you're hard as a can. Well, you really can't be hard as a can. It's kind of a lingual, right. how we explain it. And only cultures in that speech will understand it. Mm-hmm. So that's why you have different people that won't understand Christianity that wasn't brought up in Christianity versus being brought up in Islam. And we have this controversy because it's a lot of allegorical type words being used in settings explaining things, which is the same thing, but because people just tie into it and say, hey, mine's is it. Mm. And then they tend to leave out science. A lot of your major religions leave out science as if it doesn't exist. Right. If you were to ask which one was first, religion or science, it would really be science because then science talks about the anatomy of man. We talk about cells, atoms, protons. We know that that was first. And that evolved into different forms and different objects, which deals with plants, animals, earth, sky, moon. You know, not trying to go off, but you deal with that. So all that was first. Before there was animals, there was the planet. Was there religion then? Did you need religion then? When the animals came in, whether you believe in dinosaurs or not, Mm. did they need religion? Then after animals and dinosaurs, when man came in. So what place did we need religion to come in? Why understanding, right? right. Which okay. science was there first. Science is not a scientist. It's not a laboratory. It's just right. a word that's used to explain or how to explain the makeup of how things evolved, mm-hmm. how things were created. So when we look at that standpoint, science was first. So if religion came along, it's so important. Why would religion leave out science when well, science was there to define what religion would be? But didn't people make science? Yeah. Like, so let me just... Well, once again, you about the word. We define science. Right. We're talking so, about the word when you actually give the essence of what but science, science is. science is just uh, is research, right? Science is like uh, the idea of understanding what's already going on. But who does the understanding, though? Who so, goes to get the research? The so before you guys like go like into that a little more, I just wanted to add on to what James said because mm-hmm. for what he said, um, to the contrast, I think something different um, as far as have scientists prove religion to be a fairy tale. I would say no because science is there for investigation. Um, religion did not toss science out, and there may be some aspects of religion where they didn't have the understanding, but Religion did not toss it out, and I would say this. Mm-hmm. Science is there to investigate what happens. Right. But religion, as far as being proven to be a fairy tale, no, because that's where relationship steps in. Relationship proves 
that to be different. So that means it becomes an individual example or an individual demonstration of a relationship which makes religion real. Mm -hmm. So because science has done its part, and I love science and I think it's great for science as well as scientists to do their part to prove their theory, uh, there are several scientists that actually did not believe in God, that actually did not believe in the things that, that actually came back. And in their study, they found um, this to be true. They found Christianity to be true. They dug deeper into <clears throat> even the life of Jesus. Now, I would say um, a couple people you should look up is Francis Collins, who was an atheist, who was a great scientist, who did a very great study. Before. Ian Hutchison, that's another scientist that you should look up. Art Lewis, who is a professor, who is a scientist. So I definitely hear what James is saying, and I respect that. But for me, they have not proved it out because you can't, you can't break relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like he said, you can look up and say, we call the sun the sun, which is fine. But we can't negate that it give us heat. You know what I'm saying? So it's some things that just play a role that, for me, no matter how you slice it, it comes up to your experience. So I guess I got something to piggyback off. I guess a question to piggyback off that I didn't write. But why? then here's the question that's posed. Why is it so important to prove another religion to be wrong? I guess that's a good that's question. Because a lot ego. of people go so far to ego. study ego. Yeah, I believe that's a human, a human factor. Mm -hmm. can't just respect that you hate you, you can't respect another person or... like I respect both of my parents and what yeah. they you believe like why do we have to dig so deep to prove another person wrong and what they believe because then that makes prove, you right prove them wrong and so why would you want to prove them wrong we all want to have the truth right we all want to have truth in front of this fact but there's some people that's just stuck on locked on my form of thinking right. we can we, we people say we can agree or disagree I don't believe we can agree or disagree I believe we have an understanding Right. In our disagreements. It's right. not that I don't say that you're right. I just don't understand. If you can help me to understand, then maybe we may agree on certain things. Right. See? And that's just how the world has evolved and how the world's been going. And that's what makes the world so fascinating because of the disagreement with understanding. And we're going to keep on having that because that makes people push further. If we all agreed on the same thing, we'll be stagnated if you really look yeah, at it from absolutely. that standpoint. So but we need you know that rigidness, but we have to have the understanding with respect. I think one thing, like for me, and it just could be my experience, what I find now is that I'm finding more people that's more easily to accept one another in these days than it was 10 years ago. And the reason why, um, like I have people that I work with that have several different religions. We get along. We have a good time at work. You know, we can laugh, we can do lunch together. And it, because it's about the relationship we have with each other, I'm not trying to challenge like what they believe. And I mean, even one of my coworkers, um, I think she dressed so cute in her culture, her, the clothes of her culture. And I'm just home? like, um, she is. And I, I like some of the outfits, I'm always complimenting her. But I think as an individual, that's who you are. But what I have found, the new generation, this new breed that's coming up, they're not fighting. Like years ago, you could see like if a Jehovah Witness came to the door, people would want to stand there and argue with them and cuss them out, things of that nature. But I think that it's more open now for people to hear other people. Mm -hmm. So as for me, um, and I think this probably helped me 
I had the experience of actually going to another church where I didn't know anyone. And because I went somewhere where I didn't know anyone, even though I was still in Christianity, it was a different atmosphere. So I had the opportunity to see how other people think that don't know me personally. And so it helped me see things on a different perspective. I actually went to two churches and they both, it was like in the church, it was two different worlds, I guess I could say, or two different ways of doing things. But because of that, you know, I'm more liberal to say, okay, well, I understand why some Christians may not do one thing that another Christian can do. All right, well, we're wrapping up with this part of the show. I hope you like this conversation because I did. <laughs> so we'll be oh right back after this. I know you like that song, Corey. Stop, Stop hating on Stop. it. Oh. <laughs> like that. <laughs> and we're back, and it's time to talk about. I rode into town on an ass. Oh. Your mama's ass. That's terrible. Oh, Jesus. That one is funny. You can't get past it. But yeah, let's get right back into the conversation. Rick, what's your question? Yeah, so where we left off, it uh, actually leads into this question. Because um, you said you visited other churches. Yeah. Uh, and they were all within the Christianity, Christianity faith, correct? Yeah. So uh, with so many denominations of all religions... Can we still have one as under any religion? I think so. Because really, when you start talking about denomination, basically you're talking about specific teachings that they have. That's all. all. And like, although I don't think that it was meant to have all these denominations, but because we are all so different, I don't have a problem with denominations. I don't have a problem when a person say, I'm non-denominational. Because basically it's just a teaching. Because some... Let me give an example. Um, there are some parts of Christianity where they don't think that women should wear makeup. That's a part of their doctrine. That's a part of their belief. I don't right. have a problem with that. But I prefer to be on the side where it's okay for me to have on eyeliner. It's okay for me to wear lipstick if that's what I want. So I definitely don't have a problem with it. Because I realize as an individual, if we're really going to meet one another, that unfortunately we do classify each other differently so if you're the group that don't want to wear makeup go ahead and chill out in that area you know what i'm saying right. but as for me and my crew we wear makeup <laughs> and it don't mean we're not gonna go to heaven so i am okay with that okay what about you um okay so i mean i, I agree with with, with uh insert something in, in agreement when we deal with domination to, to finding the word the word is a branch of a set or movement or persuasion or order etc and we talk about how we use words once again it's it's just it's it's a pet peeve of mine right. now that i'm understanding because you can get tricked up in just words it's right. always like right. read the very fine 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 print well, if it's so important, why don't you make the print bigger? Right. So when we start dealing with the word denomination, mm-hmm. and you say non-denomination, what is that's idiotic. You really can't have a non-denomination if you understand what denomination means. Right. Because when you do denomination, denomination gives you the order. So if you see non-denomination, you say, well, you don't have no order. What type of order are you talking about? You have a non-mainstream religious order. In other words, I don't want to do it the way you're doing it. Yeah. I want right. to do it the way I'm doing it. That's where the problem of conflict comes in because who gives you the right, technically, spiritually, religiously, from God being the head to tell that, that did not tell you that you could do it this way? You, you get what I'm saying? So we have all these religious philosophies and persuasions, baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, baptized in Jesus only, sprinkle water, get dipped in water. 
got to go to the river. All these what different types. What about types. falling in water? Because you know some of these pastors have been dropping these babies. <laughs> right. And so you, you, you get all these and you go right back to the foundation of the Bible. Well, yeah, some right. denominations don't believe to baptize babies at all. Right. Because they can't profess their faith. Then some say you need to be baptized when you get married. That then some you move when you move from a different yep. set religion as from Baptist to Pentecostal or Pentecostal to Baptist, you have to be rebaptized again. I don't think that, so if it's just a one concept with a one religion, with a one God, out of all 30,000, being breast under one, universally, yeah. utopially, it should work that way. But we know, we know it don't work that way because Baptist churches are fighting with each other. Caucasian, I mean, not Caucasian, but um, <laughs> <laughs> well, they're too. with each other. Black churches, you, you see what I'm saying? No, it's, it's not. It's not working universally as what God would have it. Okay, because okay? we got all these churches in these communities, in these neighborhoods. Okay, then why the violence is not? But that's the end of it. Those are We're talking about God. You know, it's only one God. Of course. It's only one God. I it's only one that. Savior. It's only, only one Holy Spirit. In regards of how you speak about it, mm -hmm. explain it, right? Mm -hmm. And if this dominion power is coming down mm -hmm. in that said church mm -hmm. on this corner, mm -hmm. in that said church across the street in this corner, you would think the power between the two with the persuasions would be enough universally for that area mm -hmm. to reduce down crime. That's what I'm looking at. But from. see, here's where you have to stop, though. Once you start bringing in human us individual personalities really for me religion is a matter of the heart right so when you start dealing with all these personalities and as i stated before like my personality might come off a little bit stronger than another personality a person that um can't deal with people with a strong personality they do need to go somewhere where people um are not as headstrong oh, or yeah. you have some people that's personality a I don't think that that kind of stuff stops you from reaching God. I think the problem is, you know, somebody want to have a bigger Cadillac than the other person and egos get in the way. But when it all boils down, the purpose is still being fulfilled in-house. And so... But that's in that religious house. Like, for instance, like yeah, that's in Yeah, but that's why they remember. That's in... What I'm saying is, I'm, I'm looking at the big... The big picture as listen to what you're saying, that's in your church. When I say your mm -hmm. church, not specifically your church, right. but that's your church, right. your belief, right. the concept of what you come from. Mm -hmm. Different from the church called the street. Right. That's a Baptist. Different from the church that's around the corner, that's a Catholic. Right. Okay? Because right. we have all these different types of churches in the neighborhoods, mm -hmm. in the communities. Mm -hmm. And what I'm saying is there's only one God. Is it a Catholic God? Is it a Baptist God? Is it a Pentecostal God? Y'all get what I'm saying? Right. Because then that brings in the persuasion, because the Baptists do it the Baptist way. The Catholic did it Catholicism. Mm -hmm. Cogent or Pentecostal deals with it that way. Right. If we're all doing it this way and that way, then it, it, to me it appeals to the mind to say, wait a minute, what is God saying? Because he, he, it, she cannot be that divided where I'm going to give you a pencil, I'm going to give you a pen, and I'm going to give you a cram, and I'm going to tell you all you to write. How do we know which tool is the right tool to use from the cram, the pen, and the pencil? And if it's one God, that God entity divine force will have one writing tool and that will be let's just say a pencil. Then that means you have a pencil, you have a pencil, and you have a pencil. Mm -hmm. But but here's and the thing though, there won't be distinguishes. This is what we have to realize. Once men touch things, once men put their hands on things, that's when things begin to change. Um I don't I don't believe that 
um, with us serving God and religion that, you know, God set out for us to have these denominations. That's the part that man has done. But yet and still, because religion is a matter of heart, Can I, say this? I don't think that it will stop Can I say us this? from yes. Why does man need religion, which lets you know that man made the religion in regards to expanding? Because animals didn't really, animals don't need religion. And they can be tamed. Not by us, but by their own natural forces. We are the only entity on this earth that need a religion to control us. That need a church to guide us. God created animals, so then why didn't he give them an animal church? Just stick it in the concept. Just stick it in the concept. If it's so important to keep the lion from killing the sheep, then why do we have religion here? Because that's what's dividing us. So let me just close it out with this then. How about we not say religion and how about we say relationship? So I guess that kind of answered... That answered that the answered, question I was writing yeah, while I was writing it. It answered the question <laughs> of aren't all religions praying to the same God? But I mean, I guess it's not praying to the same God, but it's praying to the same divine force. Or is that what we're calling it? Because that's, I mean, God, if the energy is force, coming... higher spirit. Yeah, if the energy way. is coming from one source and there's all these gods, we'll say about 10,000 of them, where are they getting their source from? Is it could it be defined as one source? So for me, if you're asking, are all religions praying to the same God? No. Why? Because opposites can never be the same. Um, people have gods that they pray specifically to. You have people that pray to Buddha; they're praying to that God. But who is people Buddha that pray power from? Because the word Buddha means black. People that pray to Muhammad is. I pray to the Christian God, so mm-hmm. I don't think that we are praying to the same God. I don't think so. So it's like a so it's like a, a, a cloud above us that's in a spiritual war. And I know y'all gonna use that in spiritual warfare, just take out prayer fasting and all that type of thing. That there's a war of the gods. So how can how can how can we line up with God if there's a fight between gods? But the thing is, there is no fight between gods. This is what I'm thinking. If you say Allah is one God, God is one God. Buddha is one God, Muhammad is one God, Barama is one God, I'm and these God. are all our spiritual forces yeah. at that hover above us, right? Yeah. Who's fighting for the soul of man? God. So that means they're at odds. So if they're at odds, why should we be following it or them if they can have order? Just a thought. See, I just deal with thoughts and bring it down okay. to practical facts to make people think. Because I want to make people really think about what they're saying that they believe. I'm not doubting what they believe. You believe what you want to believe, but I'm just saying, think on it. I, do I have all the answers? No. I got, do I have it the right? No, but... Three. I got three more questions for okay. us. Because okay. um, I wanted to ask you a question, James. So what you're saying, I'm sorry. Do you believe that there is more than one God? Well, the way I answer that is, I have to do... And I know everybody... Don't just say yes or no, yes I do. I can't answer yes or no because you do the concept of what you would prefer to be referred to as God and what I refer to no, as a yours. concept. Yours as a concept. As a concept? Yeah. Put your timer. <laughs> Get your timer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Next question. Next question. Let me I see will, that sheet. I will answer that one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank so, you. the next question I'm thinking of, oh, we got the answers on ours. Y'all don't have the answers on y'all because I had to give us a little bit more stuff. So, I guess you already answered the question of how can a person believe in God or ancestors when there's so much evil and suffering happening in the world. I guess we kind of dibbled and dabbled in it for a second, but... Well, let me say this. There, in my concept, me being a part of this, mm-hmm. there's a difference between God and ancestors. So, 
you know, however y'all deal with that, right. there's a big difference between a God and the universe. You can't set them. It's not like God is oh, up yeah, here and answers up here. Once again, it comes from the construct of mm -hmm. what you've been taught, what you know to be culturally based in your culture, mm -hmm. okay? Because you could, many people say answers are angels. Well, if you say angels, the first thing you're going to go is biblical. Right. right. So now you're going to bring up the biblical concept as being the factual evidence that proves angels, that proves ancestors, and then the word, the word, just the word, mm -hmm. G-O-D, concept of God, comes into everybody's mind mm -hmm. to be this. And so when, when I get posed that question, it's always different because I, I have to be able to let people know my standpoint on how I see the spiritual order or the universal order. Right. right. Some call that God, it's like, I'll take that word out. Right. It's like a to me, it's like a bad word. Okay. But that doesn't mean I don't believe in a superior being. Mm -hmm. You say, well, that, that's what we call that God. Well, that's what you call it, and I respect that. Right. But I don't call it that yes, because when I study it from a, a, a etymological way, mm -hmm. that word means offering. It means the poor. The word God don't even give the meaning of deity. Okay. So like before the word God came, what were we calling it? So you know what what I wanted to say is that people ask that question all the time, like, how could it be a God and everything is going bad in the world? But one thing that I look at for the writings that I we have as a Christian and we follow the Bible, a lot of this stuff was prophesied that these things will come. So I'm not surprised when they happen because this is the direction that the world is going in, but by faith. You know, I pray, I'm covered, you know, God is protecting me, I pray for my family, so, you know, God is still God, he still sits on the throne, but what's happening is the people in the world, so many have detached themselves from that, is that their belief is, well, if something go wrong in my life, then there can't be a God, sometimes we produce our own problems in our life, so why is that God's fault, if you spend your paycheck and your lights get cut off, you made that problem, that's not a God problem. And so if you get mad and you let your anger control you and you go ahead and you don't stop and think and then you go out there and shoot somebody, why is that God? That's something you done. You made a conscious choice. Okay, so can I say something right there? Sure. If you go out and shoot, if you go out, if you go out and shoot someone, that's because you want to do it, right? Exactly. So are we are, are we're now saying or suggesting that the evidence of the devil existing made me do it. Flip Wilson, 1960s, is out of the picture. It's a person that is being controlled by their own moral standards to either love life or not life. So the devil didn't make you do it. You did that on your own. So, okay. So when we talk about evil things and wrong things being done, it's that person. So then there's no contrast or no opposite between God and the devil. No, I'm definitely not saying that. I'm saying that there are times... See, here's the thing. I'm based on what she's saying. I'm saying... You can open yourself up to some things. You make we all make personal choices as individuals, right? But then there are some times where there is a spiritual deity or some type of spiritual being that steps in and help people make choices. So what I'm saying is people are saying the world is bad, so that means God is not here. I'm saying no. Sometimes it is us. Sometimes we are bad. Sometimes we make choices that hurt our life. But then there are times where there is spiritual influence. I call them demonic influence. When it's bad, that will cause a person to see red. And before they know it, they just shot up six people. And then they come back to reality and say, what did I do? Mm, so that, I guess that brings me to my next question. Because I don't like to use the word demonic. 
be on from that because when you really study the actual word origin, it means bad breath. Demonic. I've never oh, seen that, but I can definitely. You get what I'm saying? But, but yeah, but, but, see, breath, but breath means wind, spirit, energy. That's right. That's right. That's right. So you have to remember why right. you chose that word. I knew to speak you were about going in that action. direction, and I can go with that. Because even if it's bad energy, bad breath, and I hear people when they talk about the energy in their atmosphere, a lot of times it is a bad spirit. And if you want to call it bad breath, I could deal with that. I could accept that. I would not go with that. Negate that, I'm sorry, because I know James is a walking dictionary. And I give you credit for that because it causes people to, to think, think. That's all I want to do, think. And I give you credit because you know what you taught me years ago, and I stand on it all the time. Word Power 101. That's it. And words are like life. Words is deep. And so I try to be more cautious on my, my thinking and the words I use. All right, so the next question is, will we be timed at one minute? <laughs> Y'all just don't know what's going on at this table. Yeah. They giving out all type of signs for sign time that's over, busting in it, and uh, Wynette is not keeping it. Get your time out. I'm over here doing a Sorry, people. The choir spin with the hands, everything. We don't want it's the good. show to be long, but religion is such Okay, I will start off, and I guess I will start by saying, you know, how can something come from nothing? The way that I see that is because of my belief as a Christian that God created the heavens and the earth. Um, we take that from Genesis, the first book of the Bible, and I know James will come in and say technically as far as time, you know, Genesis is not the first book, but when you buy a regular Bible, um, Genesis will tell you that we believe that our God created the heaven and the earth. So... I, I, I don't argue the point with people 